Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. so appetizing, tantalizing, and intriguing that I didn't want to rush it because I wanted to serve it to you like a five-course meal. Start from somewhere and come on down. Explodables. Something is said to be explodable if the thing can be made to explode or it can explode. So if you threw a bomb into a place, Everything that is explodable will, will get exploded. It will be scattered into pieces. It will break up into pieces. It will be destroyed. So wood is explodable. Even metal is explodable depending on the kind of bomb or weapon you use against it. If you planted a bomb in the midst of wood, it will just break everything apart. So almost everything in life is explodable. And the human being is explodable. Now I notice something that Receiving the word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost and the visitation of the anointing, it brings a blessing. But at the same time, whilst it is blessing others, it will be killing others. While it will be blessing others, it will be destroying others. Wherever the gospel goes, the gospel goes with a blessing and it goes with a curse. So the gospel itself, my Bible says concerning the gospel, he said, go preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but the one that does not believe shall be damned. So the same gospel that is saving somebody is damning another person. And the Bible calls the word of God the two-edged sword. I don't know, maybe one of the reasons why it is called a two-edged sword is because it can give life and it can kill. And if you want the evidence, the Bible said unto us was the word preach, as well as unto them, as well as unto them. But unto them, the gospel did not preach did not profit them but they perished why because they did not mix up that which they were hearing with faith but they met it with unbelief so you notice from the bible that anywhere the word of god went it was a blessing to others and a curse to others and when jesus came into the world he came as a savior but for some people the bible said this child shall be for the rising and the falling of many he was a rising or a morning star in the lives of some people. But for other people, he was a stumbling block. And I want you to understand this. Any anointing, any grace that appears in front of you will either bring you a blessing or a curse. Listen, I will show you today that a real man of God doesn't have to curse you for you to be cursed. No, he doesn't have to say it. All he has to do is to walk away with sadness. And a curse will just come upon him. What they say is not as dangerous as what they do. What they say is not. The word of God is a blessing, but it can bring a curse. And when you look in the Bible, when the, you see, when we talk about explosion, 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 people are just thinking about explosion in terms of the gospel bringing prosperity, the gospel bringing healing, the gospel bringing salvation. But when I wrote this one, explodables, explodables, I was talking about the people, the preaching of this gospel would destroy. 
the people, the anointing would destroy. So I can tell you, in the year of explosion, some people would die. In the year of explosion, some people will lose their businesses. In, in the year of explosion, some people will be sick and can't get up. In the year of explosion, some people will get blind. In the year of explosion, some people will lose their ministries. In the year of explosion, some people will be disgraced. It is not always only a blessing. Jesus Christ walked about on earth. And that was the greatest explosion we saw on earth. A man called Judas Iscariot was the one who betrayed him. The explosion killed him. He committed suicide and died. You know what happened in Judas's case when he committed the suicide and died? If it was today's church, they'll say that is a bad luck church. Look at the way somebody went and committed suicide and died. But that was a Judas Iscariot. He had to die. And he died by hanging. He committed suicide. The explosion killed him. So, the betrayer was explodable. Then Ananias and Sapphira, they were pretenders. They died right in the church. So, the explosion can kill in the church. Herod Agrippa, the first, who sat on the throne, and spoke and made oration as if he was God. The angel of the Lord smote him. Worms came out of his stomach, climbed up onto his tongue, came back to the stomach. Worms were making seesaw on the man's stomach and tongue. He fell down and died. Let's call him a blasphemer. When you blaspheme in the midst of the explosion, the explosion will kill you. What about the diversionist? The diversion is called Elimas or Bar-Jesus, who sat in front of the deputy and tried to divert the man's attention from the gospel. The Bible said, Paul looked at him and said, you are the worker of unrighteousness. You are full of all certainty. Now you will be blind, not seeing anything for the season. The man became blind instantly. So the same anointing that saved the deputy made Elimas blind. The same anointing and revival. Sons of Skiva, go and ask them their story. I call them counterfeits. These counterfeits, demons pounce on them and tore their clothing and they ran naked. Let me tell you about the last explodable. Julius the Centurion. I call him a doubter. This doubter was undertaking a journey. And taking Paul to go and face Caesar in Rome. Paul warned them and said, this journey is not going to be a good journey for you. Don't go. The captain of the ship and the owner of the ship convinced him. And they said, captain, they, they told him, they said, officer, centurion, let's go. On the way, a storm hit them. They lost everything. But for Paul, they would have lost their lives. But it was Paul's anointing that saved them. I came to warn somebody that in the year of explosion, you should be very careful because you could lose your life. You could lose your business. You could lose your ministry. You could lose your family. You could lose your respect. You could lose your dignity. You could lose everything about you in the year of explosion. So be very careful. Everything is not going to be palatable. Everything is not going to be sweet. For some people, it will not be a good year at all. Because in the year of the explosion, some people are called explodables. 
Now let's look at Matthew chapter 10 from the verse number 12. Matthew chapter 10 from the verse number 12. And I like the way this room is quiet. Very quiet. But in talking about the explodable, what I'm saying is people, whilst you are busy exploding in the Holy Ghost, I want to tell you this year that it is very dangerous for anybody to stand against you. Anybody who stands against you, warning is served on them that it will not be well with them. God will fight them. By they fighting you, they have declared themselves enemies. And the anointing of God on your life and the powerful explosion on your life will scatter them. Can I declare today, let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, people normally say, Jesus wouldn't do this. And Jesus wouldn't do that. And Jesus wouldn't do this. And Jesus will not do this. And I tell them, you are liars. He never taught that. Remember the day he said, I came to the earth not to bring peace, but to bring us all. No, Jesus could be a wild man. He was giving his, his disciples instruction one day. And he said, and when you come into a house, salute it. When you come to any house, salute it. And if the house is ready, let your peace come upon it. This is the prince of peace. Say, when you go to any house, let your peace, not my peace, let your peace come upon it. If the house is ready. It means that you, you are a carrier of peace. Listen. Your family should be very happy that you are among them. Your region should be happy that you come from there. Your nation is blessed to help you as a person. Because you know what? You are a carrier of peace. That means if you say peace, there's peace. If you say war, there is war. You are a carrier of peace. Look at Paul on the ship. The angel of the Lord stood by Paul in the night and said, Paul, don't be afraid. All these people have given their life to you. Because of you, they will not die. Paul got up, went to the top of the boat and told them, no life will be lost. The angel of the Lord, whose I am and whom I serve, he stood by me and told me that no life will be lost. I declare upon you today in Jesus' name. May my peace, may the peace God has put upon me come upon you at the love revolution. I declare my peace. I declare the peace that Jesus has given me unto you in the name of Jesus. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give a day. When I say to you, it is well with you, it is well. When I say it is not well, it is not well. But tonight, I choose to declare, it is well with you. 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 Come on, shout the loudest shout. It is well with you. If the house is ready, and he explained that, a worthy house is a, word, it's a house where they receive you and they give you water to drink and they give you food to eat. If they receive you well, that is a worthy house. 
let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. Now, if you are a student of history, if you are a student of history, go and ask the inhabitants of any land that rejected the gospel when missionaries went there. Go there and ask what happened to them after that. I've studied the history of the Upper East region a little bit and I can tell you that when the Roman Catholic missionaries came here, some of the parts of the Upper East region that rejected the missionaries up till today, they are paying the price for their sin. Never let a missionary or an anointed person or somebody God bless, never let them turn away from you. He said, if the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return. It means that Jack, who could a peace view? And, and sometimes you hear people say, oh, don't mind that man of God. They think they are God. He thinks he's God. Don't mind that woman of God. She thinks she's God. Don't mind that Christian. And your family people will tell you, oh, you are nothing. You are just making noise. Listen, you are the carrier of peace in that family. If that family will stand, it's because of you. If it will be well with that family, it is you. You are the one that is bringing blessing. Listen. Listen. I want to encourage somebody. You are a carrier of peace. Your peace is the reason why your family is blessed. Your peace is the reason why your family is anointed. Your peace is the reason why there's salvation in your land. You are the peace. Jesus said something. He said you are the light of the world and you are the salt of the earth. Listen. Let Bogatanga pretend anyhow they want. This city without us will not be the same. No, 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 no. You are clapping like you don't understand. You are clapping like you don't understand. I can tell you, by the grace of God, whether this region likes it or not, whether this city likes it or not, we are the light of the region. We are the light of the city. And the city that is set on the hill cannot be hidden, but there is light in the city. And I announce that the death that passes is the light of the city, the light of the world, the light of the earth, the light of this environment. No devil can stop it. Come on, scream like your voice is here. Yeah. Listen, 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 listen. If you are a member of this church, your business is doing well because our peace is on you. No, 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 let me ask you. The way you are very careless with your life, why do you think you are still succeeding and you are still alive? It's our peace that is keeping you. Don't fool yourself. Now why won't bombire? Why do you think you are succeeding? You empire and quit out. A city that is in constant idolatry. Why do you think you are surviving the way you survive? It's our prayer. Stop pretending. It is not by might and it's not by power, but by my spirit. And let me borrow the words of Pastor Emmanuel Mefo. It is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but of God that showed mercy. Come and clap your hands and scream like a
of you, your family is blessed. Without you, they will not be blessed. And I pray in Jesus' name that your blessing will be. But do you know that there are other villages and towns who will not even allow you to do this? My village people have allowed it. The chief has allowed it. And when we're making boreholes, when we're making boreholes, and America, EAM, came and said they wanted to do boreholes, I said, remember my village. And they went to my village and they did a borehole for my village. Why? Our peace has come upon them. And it's not just a building, but a borehole has come to my village. This is the water. This is part of the blessing. This is part of the blessing that can come upon a land if you allow Christians to be on the land. And anybody that is shouting, I see the peace of God upon your land. Come on, scream like your voice is yours. And if the land is worthy, let your peace stay on it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever shall not receive you or hear your words when you depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. <laughs> These are the explodables. Listen, never let a man of God run out of your town. Shaking his feet doesn't mean he will stand and say, I shake the dust of my feet. No, no, no. When he walks away with grief or walks away with sorrow. I remember a house I walked into and the people really misbehaved. And when we left the place, I told mommy, I will never come back into this house. And I never went back. Listen, never. Pastor Fis, you know one of the reasons why I cannot leave Boga or the upper is no, no, no. If I do, it will be trouble. If I do, listen, I believe in my calling so much that I believe that me alone, I can make a difference. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think. Listen, the whole of Nineveh, they needed only one man and his name was Jonah. God said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And that is why when you know that you are that one man, you are those two women, you are those three women, and your life is crucial. There's a pastor, let me tell you something. If you don't know, let me tell you, let me tell you at KIA, let me tell you EAM. I stood here and I said, KIA, the Lord is calling us. And he said, let us keep the world alive. Let us build an ark. And many people will come into this ark and their lives will be saved. And some of you are sitting down and you are looking at me. How can salvation come from Bogatanga? How can salvation come from the from Mr. Nyoknab's son? How can salvation come from we Frafras and the Gartis and, and, and Kanchagas and, 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 and Kurusi people who are just in the Upper East region? I came to tell you that the stone that the builders reject is the one that becomes the head of the corner and God chooses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and you better start believing that you are the one God has chosen. You are the people God God has anointed. You are the ones God has called. And if you can scream it, the blessing of God is upon you.
and I sleep. Bogatanga is asleep. I believe that if I lose my salt of righteousness, Bogatanga has lost his salt and righteousness. I believe that if I don't cast out devils, devils will be comfortable. I believe that if I don't preach, there will be no word of God on the land. That is why sometimes when I'm tired, I'm still preaching. When I'm collapsing, I'm still preaching. When I have no energy, I'm still preaching. Watch this. Watch this. Whosoever shall not receive you or hear your words. When you depart out of that city, or house, shake off the dust of your feet. Hey, the day you are talking to a man of God and he cuts the phone on you, you are talking to him and due to some reason, bah, the person doesn't say goodbye. It's like shaking the dust of the feet on you. Be very careful the reaction of a man of God around you. He used to send you messages. Then one day you go on your phone and he has blocked you. Start crying. <laughs> He's barbering your hair. He hasn't finished and he stops. <laughs> you and Pete, there's no difference. Or he's baptizing you with water, puts you under and forgets to bring you out. Normal people don't do the things we do. And when we even act like we are crazy, and I'm not talking about just us, I'm talking about you as a believer. You are anointed by God. When you get angry, heaven is angry. When you take an action, heaven is on your side. You know what he said? And these signs shall follow them that believe. And he said, I am with you. And he said, and the Lord was working with them with signs and wonders following. Listen to me. When they say something, God has said it. When they do something, God has done it. When they sit down, God is sitting. When they get up, God is getting. Can I tell you something about them? Whatsoever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And what you lose on earth it's loose in heaven oh Jesus huh oh Jesus somebody hear me well People of God don't have to curse you for you to be cursed. When you take a poor Christian housemaid and sack her from your house and that girl carries her things and makes hmm and walk out of your house, she has shaken the dust of her feet into your house. It will not be well with you. The gospel is a blessing but the gospel can be a dangerous curse. The anointing can be a blessing. It can be a dangerous case. And I hear people say, Hey, I've stopped. I have left the church. I have stopped. I will do whatever I want to do. God will still bless me. In spite of the fact that I have left the church. Hey! I'm telling the way some of you storm out of churches. And you think you've done nothing to yourself. Listen. The gospel and the ministry that produced this out of nothing. The gospel and the ministry that did this kind of impossibility in Bogatanga, if you mess up with it, it can kill you. If you want, you can choose to believe it or not. There are things you don't mess up with.
I want to conclude the message like this. He said, shake off the dust of your feet. And verse number 15. And verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Oh, when a man of God walks out of your city, when you walk out of the city, the day you get angry and walk out of a marriage, listen to me, there are some men, if they walk out of a marriage with a woman, the woman, you will never be the same. And there are some women, if they walk out of a marriage with a man, the man, you will never be the same. There are women you don't mess up with. There are wives you don't mess up with. When they shake their feet, or they shake banku over your head, you will never be the same. All they need to do is to sprinkle pepper into your soup, and you will run the whole day. Come on, somebody clap your hands and give God praise. In the mighty name of Jesus. Anybody that can scream, the blessing of God is upon you. In the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to turn to somebody and tell the person, don't mess with me. Come on, tell somebody, don't mess with me. I want you to tell somebody, if you mess up with me, you are finished. Come on, say it again. If you mess up with me, you are finished. They don't have to say anything. They don't have to say anything. He said it shall be more tolerable than Sodom and Gomorrah. And you know, <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah, fire fell on the city and destroyed the whole city. And that's because of their abominable acts and the acts of wickedness and despicable things they were doing. Now, so for God to compare just re- rejecting a child of God with Sodom and Gomorrah means the Lord does not take it lightly when you mess up around an anointing. That is why you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very, very careful about criticizing anointings. If you see somebody has a problem with a pastor, somebody has a problem with, an, with a prophet, somebody has a problem with a teacher, somebody has a problem with this, and they are making comments and they are shooting comments all over the place. I'm like, I don't want to get involved. I don't, I don't want to get involved. Elisha received an anointing, crossed the river Jordan, was coming back. 42 children started shouting, bald-headed man, bald-headed man. The man got just, just got angry. Two bears came out of the bush and consumed 42 children. Bears, simply because they were mocking the head of the man. I told you about the explodables. The anointing can be very dangerous. As soon as the anointing came on Jehu, it was time for Jezebel and Ahab to die. Jezebel and her son to die, I beg your pardon. The anointing is not only a giver of life, it is a killer. It is a taker of life. You want to be very careful whenever you see anointing. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. His leaves will not wither, bring forth his fruit in the season. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. But watch this, the ungodly are not so. But they shall be like the chaff, which the wind drives away. Whenever an anointing appears, whenever success appears, whenever breakthrough appears, some people are explodable. It will just destroy them. Psalm 68 and the verse number one. Psalm 68. Let God arise, let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him 
flee before him. I pray in the name of Jesus tonight. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Anybody that has contended with your anointing up to today and is determined that your anointing will not serve the purpose for which it is supposed to serve and they are contending with you and they are determined to eliminate you before your time. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. May the anointing upon your life fight against them. And I pray in the name of Jesus that wherever a fountain gate church is, wherever a desert pastor church is, wherever an EAM mission center is, wherever a KIA is, the members, the body of Christ, wherever believers are around the world, I pray in the name of Jesus, let God arise, let his enemies be scattered. Psalm 90. Psalm 90. And the verse number 10. Psalm 90. Verse number 10. The days of our years are three score and ten. And if by the reason of strength they be four score years, yet is their strength and labor and so, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. He's talking about 70. But how come these days people are dying even at the age, small ages? And in Africa, they will tell you that most of the people die even before 70 years old. I pray in the name of Jesus tonight. May God preserve your years in the name of Jesus. You will not die before your time, but you will live to declare the works of God in the name of Jesus. But watch this. Because of the light and because of the word you carry and because of the anointing of God upon your life, some people want to eliminate you before your time. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.